Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Triano and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about what it means to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and how all of this helps you do life with the living God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Gabrielle, and I'm here today just wanting to talk to you all about seeing God real in the everyday life. You know, I hear a lot of people when they come up to me and they're like, oh, you're a Christian. And their immediate, some, some, for some people, their immediate thought is like, oh, you're religious. And I always like to tell people that like, yeah, it's a religion, but, you know, following and doing life with God, it's a relationship. And it's about like, communing with him and doing life with Jesus every day. And so what I really want to encourage you all um, in this recording is for to help you all to be able to know what it looks like to have a relationship with God and how to see him in the everyday, even in the little things. And, you know, coming into this new year, one of the prayers that I've been having um, and asking the Lord is, God, help me to be able to be more in sync with you. Help me to be able to be more sensitive to your voice. And help me to be able to see you in the everyday and the little things. You know, because God wants to reveal himself to us. And the verse I want to share today is Proverbs 3, 6, which says, In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. And I think the key is, I noticed this past week, I've just seen God move and the little things of life, you know, but just like being able to see God in it. And it's because I've been acknowledging him more. I've been recognizing that he's here and seeking his wisdom. And I've also noticed too that now as I abide in the Lord, that the thoughts that I have are coming from him. Like he's downloading our thoughts. He's guiding my ways. And, you know, even in Proverbs, it says that he um, he orders the steps of a, of a good man. It's a Proverbs, oh, I'm sorry, it's Psalms 37, 23. It says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delights in his way. And so God's been emphasizing that to me, that as I seek him and acknowledge him, he orders my steps and he leads me. So what I really want to encourage you all to do is start acknowledging God, you know, acknowledging his presence, seeking him, and even small decisions. Like maybe you're trying to decide whether you should go to this person's house or that person's house or this event. You know, you have two events going on. Start seeking the Lord for wisdom. And so I just wanted to share with you a couple of things, a couple of testimonies that have happened. Um, And for one of them, for example, um, this was a work trip. So this is actually going to be my last month working full time. However, um, there are basically two events that I have to attend with my work job. And they're all basically flights that I have to take that are outside of Florida. And in December, you know, I just wanted to get all the work done, so I wanted to book all the tickets. But for some reason, I did not feel peaceful about these two dates that um, that basically were the events in my workplace. But I just disregarded that, you know, on peacefulness, on subtleness. I didn't even pray and seek the Lord, and I just said, yes, I'm going to do it. I booked the tickets, and that's it. Um, now it's January, and I was just looking through my emails, and I realized that on two of the book dates that I booked for my work trips, I have events. Um, the first one, basically, there's a ministry conference that I have to go to. And then the other event for my work job, I'm speaking at a conference. So I'm like, God, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And, you know, now I have to eat up the cost. Uh, and, you know, thankfully my job is okay. They were able to find someone else to go. But now I have to eat up the cost for the flight ticket, you know, because it was my mistake for booking it for myself. And the ticket, you know, I tried calling, but um, they were not able to change the names or, like, cancel the flight. 
So, you know, but that was a lesson to me to learn that I have to start seeking the Lord because God knows. Like, th- there was a reason why I wasn't feeling peace. And it's because God knew that those th- those certain dates, I had something going on that he wanted me there. And, you know, these are just like small things, but God wants to be a part of it. He wants to show himself real. Like what we read here, right? Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him when he is near. That's Isaiah 55. Or even the Psalms verse that I read to you and the Proverbs verse about acknowledging him and he will direct your path. He will order. He will guide you. Like we have to understand that God wants to guide our daily lives. You know, he's not just a God that he that we pray to on Sundays or that we go to church. Like he wants to do life with us and that's the best thing. Like I love following God and doing life with him because I get to see him, you know, real in the everyday, even in the small things. Um, but even that, you know, I, I learned my lesson. Um, but even in small things, you know, for example, this is another thing that happened recently. Um, the Lord has been really putting my heart in regards to human trafficking. And um, I have... You know, last year I did an outreach basically with an organization called One to One Hope. And this happened last week, but I just kind of like thought about One to One Hope again. I'm just like, yeah, you know, God kind of put that in my heart. Um, but I know because of the wedding, I just got married in December. I kind of got off touch. So I haven't really been, you know, staying up to date. Well, the next day I happened to get an email from Meg. She's one of the coordinators for One to One Hope. And it was a mass email, but basically in the mass email, she was saying, hey guys, we have a meeting this Thursday coming up. We're going to be launching the new year. We're going to be having guest speaker Heather with one purse. Um, And so I read the email and I was like, I feel like God wants me to go, but I was kind of lazy because their meetings are like far. So I was like, God, if you really want me to go, you're going to have to highlight it to me. I just like literally just said that to him. An hour later, Meg personally emails me, reaches out to me. She's like, hey, Gabby, I, I want to congratulate you because I know she knew that I just got married. But she personally reached out to me and asked me to go to this meeting. And so I was like, God, okay, that's a sign that you want me to go. And as I was reading the email, um, I was reading about the Heather lady. And um, I was looking into um, her nonprofit organization, One Purse. And what she does is basically she asks people to donate the purse and she uses the funds to help towards human trafficking. And so as I was reading about her information, the Lord um, just put this thought in my mind. I had one bag in particular in mind. Um, But because Michael and I, my husband, we just moved, all my stuff is in his mother's house. So I was telling God, we're not going to stop by. I'm not going to have a chance to get that purse um, be, to be able to bring it to that meeting. So I kind of disregarded that thought. I just kind of threw it away. Well, that night, basically I come home and Michael comes in and he's like, Hey babe, we're going to have to go home to mom's place because he had to get something, um, his art supplies. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like that's such a God thing because now I have the opportunity to get that purse and bring it to the Thursday meeting. Like God knew. And even from that little situation, like God being in it, like seeing God active in my life, even a little just meant so much. Like, he's a real God, guys. He's not just some God in heaven, you know, that, you know, we just do our own lives and we just get ourselves to heaven. Like, he wants to do life with us. And the more we acknowledge him, the more we seek him, the more we abide in him and look for him for direction and wisdom, he will show us, he will show himself real in your life. Like, he wants to guide the little, you know, even the little things to take you where you need to be. He's always guiding. And even through that example, I realized, like, wow, God, like, even the thoughts that he puts in my heart, like, that comes from him. Like, even the thought you know, the thought of me, that purse that came into my heart, like that was God putting that. And, you know, we have access to the mind of Christ. Um, You know, in 1 Corinthians, I want to read this verse to you. Um, 1 Corinthians 1 and 2, I would recommend you all to read that. It's such a great chapter. But in the beginning of 1 Corinthians 1, 4 to 5, Paul writes, I always thank my God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. 
For in him you have enriched in every way, with all kinds of speech and with all knowledge. And with what Paul is saying in that first chapter, he was saying that, guys, we have access to to everything that we need through Christ Jesus. Because of Jesus, we have access to God's wisdom and God's power. Right? He even says it later in that chapter. Um, and verses, where is it? Sorry, guys. But I know it's later in that chapter. Um, here it is, 1 Corinthians 1, 24-25. He says, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. And in Christ, you know, because because we have Jesus and because we have the Holy Spirit, we also have access to the mind of Christ. And he goes on to say, even in um, 1 Corinthians 2, 11 to 12, what we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. And what this verse is saying is, we have the spirit of God, right? He's basically saying, you can't know what, you can't know God's thoughts unless you have the spirit of God. But because we have the Holy Spirit, God has freely, right? That we may understand what God has freely given us. And even James 1, 5, it talks about, um, if you need wisdom, ask, for God will give. Um, we simply have to ask, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. And so we just have to continuously ask the Lord, you know, God, what do you want me to do? Being more aware, being more in tune and being more in sync with him. Because I am believing that this is the year that um, God has been speaking a word. And if you guys haven't, go to livingrevelations.com, but I write blogs. And I just wrote a blog recently where I shared what God's been speaking for 2019. And one of the things that he has been speaking to me that this is going to be a year of abundant blessings. It's going to be like a grace year where things that should take longer, God is just going to bring it about. And so with that, we have to really be abiding in the Lord and seeking direction from him because he is a God who wants to give us instruction, who wants to show himself real. And we have access to the mind of Christ, but we need to be abiding in him, right? John 15 talks about apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. He is the, he is the vine and we are the branches. Like he is the source. And so we need to be seeking him. And I want to encourage you all this year, right now, take the initiative every day to put him first, to spend time with God. Because God wants to show you things. He wants to show himself real. He wants to use you. But it takes doing life with God, seeing him reveal, abiding in him. And God will start downloading inspirations, you know, wisdom, revelation of his word. But it comes with asking. You know, we have to simply ask. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Like God is such a good father. He is a God. Like imagine like, a, like you asking your dad, dad. Like I, I want, I want to hear you. I want to, I want to talk to you. I want to, I want to gain knowledge from you. He's such a good father. He's not going to deny our request, our invitation, right? If we are willing to knock on the door, he's willing to open himself up and invite us. He wants to spend alone time with us. He's yearning for our attention. He wants to speak to us, and so I can't help but wonder, you know, how many times have we declined his invitation to be with him, to speak to him, you know? You know, for those who are married, think about it. Like, you, you want to have the time to talk with your husband, to talk with your wife, to commune with them. And the Lord, you know, last week, he has been emphasizing to me that he just wants to commune with me. You know, I had a vision of him just reaching out his hand and calling me to sit before a, t a dinner table and feast with him, to have a drink with him. Like, he just wants our time. He wants you. You know, this walk with God, this doing life with God, it's honestly about doing life with him every day. It's about listening to him and responding in obedience. He has so much that he wants to show. He wants to give you a revelation of his love. And you know, many times people think, well, I'm not hearing from God. 
but I, I need I think we need to switch our perspective. It's not that we're not hearing from God, but maybe we're not being as sensitive to the Lord. Maybe we're not lingering long enough to hear him. You know, even the verse the day the verse of the day today um, in Psalms, it was um, basically, Lord, I wait on you. My whole being waits on you. So can we just like wait on the Lord? Take time to spend time with him. He wants to show us things. You know, Psalms 23 says, For the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me along still waters, right? Like that, it's such a good, such a good, good verse. And actually, let's go there. Let's go to Psalm 23. It's just such a good, such a good passage. I'm going to open that up and read that to you guys. Um, let me open it up basically, but it's Psalm 23 and it's such a good, such a good chapter. And basically in this, um, the Lord had given me, um, I was praying to him and he had taken me into a vision um, he was walking me down basically a beautiful beautiful land I could see a waterfall down far to the left still waters and then immediately um, The moment switched and he basically sat me down on green land and then I just laid there with him and then the Holy Spirit told me to go to Psalm 23 and This is Psalm 23 it says the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures He leads me beside beside quiet waters. And the moment I read verse two, my heart skipped a beat because the vision that I had is exactly what Psalm 23 says, that he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. And the Lord was showing me that, Gabby, you don't have to worry. I'm your shepherd, I'm guiding you. And you know, in Psalm 23, it talks about it, right? Um, it says, he guides me along the right paths for his namesakes. And then if you keep, continue reading verse six, it says, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I, d I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And what this verse promises is that when, we f when the Lord is our shepherd and we allow him to guide us, to lead us, his goodness and mercy will follow us. His love will follow us all the days of our lives. Like God is a good shepherd. He wants to lead us, but are, are we willing to follow him? Are we willing to seek God on a day-to-day -day basis? And in that vision that I had, the Lord reminded me that I don't have to worry because you know the Lord has been calling me to full-time ministry and there's been worries in my mind. But he continuously reminds me that he's always guiding me for my good, that he's a good father, that he's a good shepherd. And the job of a shepherd is to take care of the sheep, to lead them to safety, to lead them to green pastures. And God is only leading me to the promise that he has for me for his glory. And that's the same promise that he has for you. You know, whatever you're going through, like know that God is leading you for your good. Don't be afraid, you know. In this year, I believe that the Lord is calling us to a transition, to things that are new. And it may be uncomfortable, maybe scary, the things that God's asking you to let go of. But trust that he knows where he's guiding you. You know, even in um, Proverbs, or sorry, Psalm 37, 23, the verse that I mentioned earlier, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. The word ordered in Hebrew basically means um, securely determined. So God securely determines our steps, which means that he has put so much thought into our steps. He knows where he's going. He's securely leading us to where he wants. So I want to encourage you all to trust God in whatever he's leading you. Take the time. And when you take the time to spend time with God, he will comfort you with his own revelation, with his own words. Like that's just the God that we serve. He's the, he's a comforter. The Holy Spirit will guide you to where you need to be. So I want to encourage you in these couple and every day to commit this year to being so in sync with the Lord, to be sensitive to his voice. And I want to pray for you all today before we close. Lord, I thank you, God, that you're a God that never denies our cry, Lord. That when we knock on the door, you welcome us in, God. You welcome us into your presence, Lord. I thank you, God, that you're a God that leads us. Lord, that you have good plans for our lives. You have a good future, God. That you're a God that wants to show yourself off to us. 
You do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or imagine according to your power through us, God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have given us everything through you, God. We have access to your mind, to your power, God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, that God, that you love us, Lord. Even in the middle of our mishaps, Lord, the mistakes that we've made, God, that you have grace every day for us, Lord. And God, I just want to cast away any condemnation that those who are listening in, that they may have. You say your mercies are new every morning, and I know the enemy just wants us to dwell on the thoughts that it's too late our shame, shameful thoughts. But God, with you, all things are made new. Jesus, that's why, you, that's why you came. That's why you died. You died on the cross for our behalf so that we may live life to the fullest, God. So Lord, I pray those who are listening in, for those who have given up hope, God, that they would renew their hope in you, Lord, because you promise that we will inherit your promises for those who put their trust and hope in you. So we thank you, Father. In your name we pray, amen. So guys, I hope that you are blessed with this video. Um, don't forget to subscribe. Share this if you've been blessed. You know, there's your friends or family. They probably need to hear this. And don't forget to also um, visit livingrevelations.com. You can give on the website. You can also read um, blogs that we have there. And I'm definitely going to be working really hard. Um, now that I'm not going to be working full-time, but establishing this ministry. And if you guys have testimonies or questions, anything, feel free to email as well on the website. There's um, our email that you can reach out to us. We definitely love to stay connected. And so we pray that you've been blessed with this video. And can't wait to tune in in the next one. Thanks and God bless. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and were blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.